BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. From the journal, the Wall Street Journal, what porn does to teen brains and how to keep it off of their devices. Yeah, man, this is a topic I think about pretty much every day. Now, the how to keep it off their devices thing has to do with a bunch of apps and filters and that sort of thing, and it wouldn't do me any good to explain them to you. You need the links and such. So we'll post this article at armstrongandgetty.com. I don't think you'll get paywalled. I hope not. Which helps you with your own kid in his own bedroom, but when he's at his buddy's house, eh. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting, though, is they're starting to figure out how to study what's happening in kids' brains and how best to deal with it. There are ethical reasons you can't experiment on children, no, sh- nor show them porn uh, in an uh, in an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> so grab random children from schoolrooms, show them yeah. porn at a young age, and then no, 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 check no, no. back and see how it. what it did to them. But there's plenty to say about the way porn can affect the development of relationships and sexuality. But this is looking at brain chemistry. It looks like certain people have uh, the same sort of pleasure you get from anything else gets triggered by porn in a way that's not true for some people. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. So it could be some like people alcohol. are extra vulnerable. Right. Exactly. The one interesting thought uh, that I came across was that they absolutely say do not demonize uh erotic material 
do not lecture the kid that they're bad for looking at it or it's bad in general because that starts a weird shame thing with sex mm. that is not manageable. Uh, this uh, gal, uh, Dr. Voon, V-O-O-N, a psychiatry professor at the University of Cambridge, conducted the first major study of porn's impact on the brain in 2014. She and several colleagues scanned the brains of young men who had reported having compulsive porn habits. When shown pornographic images, the men's brain activity mirrored that of a of drug addicts who were shown photos of drugs. Researchers saw the reward processing areas of the brain were more active in men with compulsive porn habits than in young men from a control group viewing the same material. Okay, so it doesn't affect everybody the same way, which I suppose isn't that surprising. Same as drugs and alcohol and gambling and a lot of other things. I have Mm -hmm. zero interest in gambling. You know, other people gamble once, and it's a lifetime addiction. Yeah, yeah. And some of us, I gamble little, but think, yeah, this is probably unwise, so I don't do it anymore. But Lord knows I'm capable of compulsive behavior. But this kind of research always poses a chicken or egg question that scientists can't yet answer. Did excessive porn use cause these brain changes, or did these young men have traits that predispose them to compulsive porn use? It's that second one. They're not sure. It's that second one, in my opinion. I think you're probably right, but uh, they write, you can argue that the brain's reward center lights up in anticipation of anything enjoyable, whether it's an ice cream cone, a video game, or sexual images. Dr. Voon's study controlled for that by showing men uh, images of money and exciting sports such as skydiving. Their brains didn't light up as much as uh, with those. Well, exciting sports like skydiving, I see pictures of skydiving, terrifies me. They need to get more addicts or alcoholics or gambling addicts or whatever to do these studies who understand the difference there's lots of stuff I really like. It's completely different than the way I am with alcohol. Yeah, it's not even yeah. in the same category. Well said, yeah. Uh, there are some parallels with TikTok use. The tech writer writes, I recently covered a study of Chinese college students' TikTok habits. I found that the platform's personalized video recommendations excited the brain's reward centers more than general interest videos shown to new users. Some students had a hard time shifting their attention from the videos. Oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. For, oh, oh, getting back to the porn thing. Um, younger participants in the study showed greater activity in the reward centers of the brain than the older participants when shown porn. Those, and this, these are people over 18, again, for ethical reasons. You can't show porn to children to do a study. Yeah, it's too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you can't do these experiments on children, but that's the data we really need. But it looks like the youthful brain is more susceptible. Those who had compulsive porn habits reported having first viewed online porn at age 13, compared with members of the control group had seen it at 17. The brain's emotional center develops faster than the parts of the brain that controls impulse. A review of the research on Internet porn's impact on adolescents conducted by researchers at multiple universities concluded that this disparity helps explain why teens lack the maturity to, quote, suppress sexual cravings, thoughts, and behaviors elicited by pornographic content. Um, yes, but, uh, that, God, that seems obvious. but This is all obvious, but imagine so um, for the uh, for up until a few years ago, before porn, porn was, you know, omnipresent and, and the kind of porn that is out there, too. It's the porn has changed. Yes. Um, uh, so you're uh, you're a young man and you you have been looking forward to this experience for however many years, depending on, you know, how your life unveiled. And maybe it happened to you when you're 16. Maybe it happened to you when you're 25 or whatever. But you finally you finally you finally get to it. And it is like, this is freaking awesome. This is as great as I thought it would be. Is that happening with people now? Or do they finally get to have the first real experience like, that's it? 
Wow. That's not at all what I was hoping for. Is that happening? Because yeah. that would be tragic. I can't imagine that that's... Because everybody else's reaction throughout history has been, can't wait till I get to do that again. That was freaking awesome. As opposed to, oh, wow, that was really a letdown. Speaking for dudes here, yeah, correct? Yeah, speaking for dudes. Yeah, right. Of course. Um... Yeah, unfortunately, many women's first experiences are indeed the very letdown you've described, but uh, sometimes subsequent experiences as well. But uh, I'm doing my best. Uh, back to the porn. Uh, oh, the one thing, you know, we haven't put a fine point on it, but uh, if you've think- never been let down, email me. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, uh, the fact is, especially among the compulsive porn consumer, it's like a heroin addict. They can't just keep taking the same dose and get high the porn has to get more and more different extreme weird Ah, whatever to get people's attention that's true and that's the problem because then young people start to get these bizarre ideas of what healthy loving sex between two people ought to be and i won't go into details but it's it's not healthy um one more point that i found really really interesting um some might agree some might disagree but they quote this uh woman nicole prouse a research scientist at ucla and a licensed psychologist she said she's more concerned about what parents and authority figures tell kids about porn she recently surveyed young adult men who had been in porn abstinence programs and relapsed nearly 30 percent of the 200 and some respondents reported feeling suicidal afterwards Many more said they felt shame because of the societal message about porn being bad. If we shut down conversations, she says, and say, don't watch porn, and if you do, it's an addiction, it will rot your brain. That's terrifying. It's some of the messaging that's making it worse. So, Boy, that's a point, tough one, because it is bad. Well, yeah, although, again, what she's talking about is, and I wish she'd gone into more detail, or the story had, um, is it needs to be more nuanced. You can't just screech, porn is terrible and will rot your brain. Because erotica has been part of the human experience for thousands of years. Calling porn erotica always makes me laugh for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, um, Erotica, I, I get that as a thing. The, the world of internet pornography is not what uh, you know some of the romantic poets were into. Well, yeah, I hate to say it, but I think you're missing the point. Because... The first third, say, of porn from most benign to, you know, fairly sexual is just erotica that's existed for thousands of years. Then you get beyond that to the explicit, then the twisted. Yeah, nobody's hanging around that first third, I don't think, for very long. All right, well, people. I, will, I will make a third attempt to make the point, and I fault myself. If you demonize erotic images in general... And fill young men with shame that they have the desire to see them. It's going to be counterproductive. Well, that would make you and a crazy person to do that. And so you have to, to get into the subtlety. Yeah, that would make you a crazy person to do that. Well, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago you were advocating what sounded like exactly that. Societal uh, uh, agreement that porn is terrible. And there are, well, there are people maybe we just who need believe to, that. Maybe we just need to define our terms. Porn, when I think porn, what I'm thinking of as porn, I think is terrible. And I would love to eliminate it from the planet. I think it would be better for everybody. But that does not include erotica uh, or, you know. Well, okay, maybe that's our problem. That's a definition. Well, I I think that's why terms like softcore porn and hardcore porn exist. Probably. Um, And I'm just looking at it as a, 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 a continuum, a spectrum.
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but I don't think that's where your average fourteen-year-old is ending up. Right. Oh, I understand that completely. I understand. That's why it's important you deal with the subtleties of what's healthy and what's not, and not try to demonize all erotic. Well, of course. Like I said, I think that would make you a crazy person. Right. Right. Well, or there are plenty of people that are probably screeching at the radios right now who, for reasons of religious belief or or their particular morality, think, um, you know, it's just, it's all bad. You know, I've seen a pro athletes saying, uh, real men don't use porn. Just any erotic imagery whatsoever is unhealthy. It's sick. Don't do it. Um, you know, different people have different opinions. Yeah. Man, I don't know how we're going to deal with this as a society. I, th- I think, I honestly Poorly. think... I think I honestly think a woman's revolution on this is what's going to change it. I think yes. that women are going to are, are coming around because I've read many articles about this in recent like in the last nine months, probably. But I think women are coming around. This is not working for us. This whole right. We're liberated. We get to be sluts just like men have been sluts. And but I, I think women are figuring out this is not working to our benefit. Well, that's undeniable. And, you know, it's funny. We're talking about porn, and I shied away from getting very specific about anything at all. But having just been reading about this, um, there needs to be a woman's revolution where women say openly, proudly, and fairly aggressively, don't slap me, don't choke me, oh my God. don't blank my blank, or the, the, that only exists in porn. That's not normal. Yeah, well, I think, I think, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I think it can go the direction of like drunk driving, where it was socially acceptable to drunk, to drive drunk up until whenever it was, decade, 15, 20 years ago. And then there was just so much social pressure that that changed things. I think social pressure coming from women particularly, and then maybe some men joining in that looking at porn regularly is not cool. It's it, like drive it underground at least. Whereas Are you I, talking about the sick hardcore porn again or all? Because that's too vague. Well, I don't like. I, I assume that what most people are looking at is not what I would consider just erotica. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, I think it will be seen as not cool. But that's your thing. Whereas I think now my 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 sense of it is that it it, it gets a pass because it's kind of the enlightened, you know, free love sexual libertinism is definitely in vogue yeah uh, especially on the left i don't know can can that turn back culturally i don't know i would have never guessed that lots of things turn back culturally so armstrong and getty jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show so you ate too much Oh gosh! You yeah. took you took yeah. a couple of days off last week, and you spent it eating. Hmm. Uh, well, not exactly, but that's uh, all you did. You sat kids. in a hammock with somebody feeding you. You know, I'm more than capable of telling the story myself. Although, thank you so much for your assistance. Very nice. I sat there like Caesar. Yes, being fed grapes among other things. Grapes would be okay. And fanned with big fans. You could eat as many grapes as you want. I don't think you'd gain any weight. Fanned with fans is bad writing. Uh, the problem with no, it's like it's just... pork or something. Well, you know, it's like any family reunion. There's just food and food and food, and it gets an hour after lunch, and somebody breaks out appetizers. And for what? So why does Jesus that happen? Crackers, why? Do you know why that is? I think it's the celebratory aspect of eating together. But you I know, guess. I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about that at my family get-together. Just why? Why do we eat constantly? What's, what's, 
What's the yeah. momentum there when families get together? You finish breakfast, and then somebody starts in on preparing the next meal before anybody can even hardly walk. Well, yeah, I, let's look at the other end of the spectrum. If you were to, say, have your three kids and a couple of significant others over and, and everybody gathered at the dinner table and you said, yeah, it's uh, chicken breasts and uh, I've steamed a little broccoli and uh, there's some ketchup. <laughs> it, would, it would be... There would I mean, be anger. If, yes, there well, would be. Right, Michael. If it's like Tuesday night and it's just Judy and, and me eating at home, uh, then it's like, oh, well, all right. But if you're having a family gathering and you mm. put out paltry fare like that, it feels like you're you're sending a message that I don't care. Nice. And and so people go to the other end of the spectrum. Well, it's pretty clearly true. It's a rolling feast, yeah. a bacchanal, booze. Good lord, the booze. So maybe one of us can do this sometime when our families are getting together. Have a way in at the beginning when everybody shows up, <laughs> and then have a, a way out when everybody leaves, and see how much combined weight. Among, you know, six, eight, ten people. Wow. Game. So oh, a team event. Yeah, so a team event. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, this is this is pathetic. I didn't weigh myself this morning. I always weigh myself. But I thought, eh, why don't I give it a day you to didn't uh, wanna... do some push-ups or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Maybe yeah, I'll do some push-ups today. <laughs> See if that helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know what always happens with the whole weight gain thing is, if you eat a bunch, you go to weight your weigh yourself, and you, you you weirdly, at least I weirdly hope that it like <laughs> like my body didn't catch it, like it's I slipped right. it by him, exactly. I slipped it by my body, I yes, tricked man. my body somehow. It wasn't my looking. intestines didn't notice. <laughs> my body wasn't looking when I ate that. No, nope, always yeah. always turns out it was. Man, someday maybe they can tweak the genome so they say, all right, he's taking in 2,200 calories. That's all he needs to get by, and that's the break. Even so, flip the switch, everything else just goes right through. Yeah, I was reading about some drug the other day that more or less is that. Um, I don't think, well, maybe, I, I've always thought hunger suppressants, I don't know, it's just so easy for that to go wrong, it seems to me. But you only, like you said, you only need so many calories. We pass all kinds of things through our body. We just mm-hmm. we just get dialed in for our eighteen hundred calories or wherever we need, and everything we eat above that just goes right on out. And then I you suppose you'd have milk shape, uh, you'd have um, sh- milkshake shops, malt shops, where you would just sit on a toilet <laughs> and they would feed you malts. <laughs> send send in what you think the name of that shop should be. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> wow, that's that's a weird atmosphere for an eatery. <laughs> Oh yeah, but you people get gradually used to it, and people with young people would say, you know, years ago, no, this would have been unthought of, the idea of just <laughs> sitting here at a restaurant on a toilet eating because you've reached your calorie limit for the day, and everything's passing through you. Well, now clearly, people uh, prefer to have a milkshake with friends, right? I mean, generally speaking, it's a group activity, family, whatever. So I'm picturing like tables with. A series of quote unquote benches around them. Sure. So you'd be facing each other as you right. simultaneously enjoyed and excreted your, your delicious shake. <laughs> enjoyed and excreted. That's fantastic. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I found this so interesting. Megan Cassidy wrote this piece for the San Francisco Chronicle. She's a crime reporter and was there at the Hall of Justice and got her car stolen. And happened to have a tracker in it, one of those little tracking chips that's kind of popular. And her her partner actually... Uh, we would have called it her boyfriend uh, back in the day. My, uh, my son and his, his partner introduced themselves as this is my partner. Really? Um, so people don't yeah, say that's... boyfriend and girlfriend anymore? No, I, I think partly because you're not a fiance per se, but you're together. You're definitely together. And oh, so... girlfriend is too, eh. Is, so a partner is considered a step more serious than boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, because okay. a girlfriend could be about anything. But if you say this is my partner, it's we're staying together uh, unless something happens. Okay, I guess I didn't know we're, that. We're we're seriously partnered. Look at me, not up on the lingo of the day. 
Yeah. Uh, shocking. Anyway, uh, so uh, her partner uh, texts her from home saying, hey, uh, your car alarm went off and it's moving. And she's like, don't! Because uh, she was sitting there taking notes in uh, in, in court. Don't! Um, <laughs> So, uh, da, 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 da. please tell me you're in the car, because if not, your car got stolen. What's going on? I hope you're okay. Um, and then, uh, then she gets in touch with them. And, uh, so they could view the location of the car, which they'd outfitted with, uh, an Apple AirTag, uh, actually in a car seat that was in there in, in case their child got abducted. Now, Whew. Departure from the text there. Uh, do you really need a, an air tag in your car's child seat in case it's abducted? Um, you know, I suppose it'd be nice to happen, but I think you're a little paranoid. But anyway, uh, so standing in my now vacant parking spot, I called 911. I told the police dispatcher that Miguel was tracking everything from Oakland. Can someone please help me? Um, and, uh, da, 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 da. the technology's been around for years. Police say it's spread, particularly Apple's introduction to the AirTag. There are other products like the Tile Tracker, Galaxy Smart Tag has prompted a boom in calls to the cops for help like hers, she mm, said. I'll bet. Um, so let's see. Let's get back to the, uh, the actual story. Oh, then she departs from her own story and tells a bunch of different stories about people who've had similar things happen to their truck, uh, their luggage, their bike, whatever. Uh, the response by police has been uh, thwarted by legal constraints. For example, an officer generally can't enter a home just because the find my iPhone says your cell phone is inside or your bike is inside or your luggage that just got stolen from the turnstile at the airport is inside. The cops, if they respond, will knock and say, hey, do you have a, uh, a suitcase full of stuff that's not yours? The person says, you got a warrant, they got to leave. Wow. Yeah, I never thought about it, but that seems pretty clearly, obviously true. You can't just have, you know, I, I, I would imagine these, uh, chips or whatever you want to call them vary in the, and the apps involved vary in quality. And they're all non governmental. Mm, that doesn't enter into it at all. The cops need a warrant to come in your home. No, no, I get that. But, okay. but, uh, but, uh, uh, I get that, but I can see why in, in all practicality, it just, you know, <laughs> you can't have a gazillion different kinds of ways to figure out that guy's got some of my stuff in there. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. That doesn't rise to the level of a, a legal thing. Like I've got evidence and I've got a warrant and I get to go get it. Well, it's, I think you're combining several things. Uh, the technology is good enough. Yeah, you'd know your stuff is in the house. You would know. But the cops have to take the time to go to a judge and get the warrant and the rest of it. And they're just not going well, to for I'm a so bike. Sure, they're not. Right. But so what right. are, so what are your options then? So you know exactly where your bike is. You well, hire yeah, a big that's... guy to go knock on the door and say, I'm going to take this MF and bike. Well, that's the next thing I was about to get into is the cops, the dispatchers will tell you over and over again, just don't take the law into your own hands. Don't go get your stuff. Don't confront anybody. And and you're thinking, well, they got my stuff. I want my stuff back. But it's a whole let the criminals do what they're going to do because we don't want anybody to get hurt. In other words, the law isn't going to help you or can't help you. But for God's sake, don't take the law into your own hands. 
she tells the story, this journalist, and one guy's bike got stolen. He tracked it to a tent. He went in, got the bike out of the tent, and then wrecked the tent with a ball bat because he was not putting up with that S. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're not in favor of that sort of thing, um, but it is a very, very frustrating situation is, is the big takeaway to know precisely where your stuff was. And, oh, I should point well, that out. That makes that me the- think it's practically worthless. Unless I'm going to go confront somebody extrajudicially over my bike, what am I going to do? Oh, right, right. Well, I, I would. I would certainly scout out the situation. I'd probably bring a friend or two with me, and if there's nobody around who's armed and the bike's sitting there, I would grab the bike, throw it in the back of a truck, and go. Well, I got my um, bike stolen, so I've thought about this many times. I didn't have a chip on it, but I, I keep looking for it on the streets of my town. Get a chip. I, I want my bike back. You got to chip that bastard. Anyway, a couple of things. Number one, uh, when it's a car, the cops will show up for Grand Theft Auto. Um, but in this one case, this guy's uh, truck got stolen. The cops showed up, lights and everything, and, and the guy took off uh, in the truck. And since that's a low-level offense, they're not going to chase him. Well, my, so uh, unless he voluntarily stops. My guess with my bike would be if I saw my bike on the street of my town. I had a really nice bike that got stolen summer before last from the swimming pool. I would assume that if I saw somebody riding my bike, their honest answer would be, I bought it from a guy for a couple hundred dollars. I don't know. Because <laughs> they're probably not the original thief. Well, they'd so then be moaning that do? from the ground after I knocked them <laughs> off the bike and took it back. But so what, what happens then? I can't. I have no. I can't imagine. Look, I bought this bike used off a of Craigslist. Oh boy, I feel bad about jacking you in the head with this ball. <laughs> Can I? May I apologize? I would like to apologize. You shouldn't have bought a stolen bike. Sorry about right. your head. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Uh, so uh, they did point out though that in each and every one of these cases, the the actual beat cops were were exceedingly sympathetic and professional and the rest of it but um several people said uh several of the victims described what they characterized as a defeatist culture in the ranks of law enforcement with officers blaming prosecutors policy state laws or time constraints i'd love to be able to help you i sympathize but i can't and if i do nobody will prosecute this person nobody will jail them nobody will do anything about it so i'm not going to chase them down okay i can understand why yeah maybe if there's not a prosecution you wouldn't want to do that but for me i'd like a person to be prosecuted for stealing my bike but i'd really just like my bike back yeah, yeah. Well, this one guy, I thought he made a pretty good point. He got his truck stolen. He said, the thing that is problematic is this cannot lead to vet vigilantism, right? But eventually it will. Of course. One, ent- one entity needs to have a monopoly on the use of force, they say. But if they don't use it responsibly, people are going to take action. Of course they will. You know what's funny is occasionally uh, I need to remind myself and uh, maybe remind you folks, having to explain... If somebody takes your stuff, it's okay to stop them or get it back. That's like unique in human history. If, if, if people in the past, 20 years ago, 50, 100, 500, 2000 years ago, were to listen to this podcast, they'd say, what are you talking about? Right. 
Somebody takes my horse, I'm going to probably kill him, maybe just beat him down and take my horse back. Oh, don't take the law into your own hands. I mean, most of human right. history, oh, sure. humans everywhere would say, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, about? because if you allow people to start taking your stuff and then they get to keep it, it completely falls apart. The whole thing falls apart very, very quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Here in modern society, we even have entrusted the authorities with the job of dealing with that. Really? What do the authorities do when someone takes your stuff? Uh, nothing. They don't do anything. Well, right. Of course it's going to lead to, um, you know, the situation could vary quite a bit. Uh, just, you know, back to my bike thing. It could be a college kid who I'd say to quite sternly, you better give me my freaking bike back. Or I'm going to figure out a way to get it back. Or it could be in the hands of the Russian mob, in which case I probably don't want to confront them if it's some right. sort of large theft operation. So, yeah, yeah, it depends on what's going on. Yeah. I love this. Here's a guy got his car stolen. Uh, they track it down with the tracker. Uh, he calls the cops. They show up. They open a door to find people living inside. Officers politely asked the occupants to leave, but didn't even question them. They said, I, we don't know who stole the car. Just because they're living in it doesn't mean they stole it. So they couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's so clearly obvious. The police can't just go into a house and look for your bike based on your app says your bike's in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we don't want a world where they can. Well, that's why you wait till fall of night. You bust a window. You climb in yourself. Dressed all in black, clearly. A flashlight in your mouth. And, sure. Uh, yeah, whatever uh, whatever uh, little enhancement you think you ought to be carrying with you. Oh, wow. That's I'm not life- suggesting it. I'm just uh, imagining it. It just, it just doesn't seem like it fits my lifestyle at my current age to be crawling <laughs> through the window, <laughs> dressed in black, with a flashlight in my mouth, and something heavy in my pocket to fight a bunch of people. <laughs> just get stuck halfway in. Oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a window. Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, that sucks, though. That's disappointing. Yeah, it does. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I have mostly traveled over the last dozen years with kids. And, um, uh, you know, when they're, when they're really young, it's really hard. And if you've ever done it, you know. And I, and I, and I thought at the time, uh, if I'm ever traveling again in my life without children, I'm going to, consider it a vacation no matter what happens because i don't care i used to smugly feel like i was such a relaxed traveler other people seemed so uptight yeah it's because i had no freaking responsibilities (laughs) if you're traveling by yourself and you got nowhere you got to be and no kids with you it's really easy to roll with the punches but man when you got kids with you holy crap and you're carrying like four bags full of stuff and trying to feed them and get them to the bathroom and everything like that oh my god it's a nightmare so right. I, I wasn't complaining that much as i was you know childless and all that sort of stuff on a plane but i was at uh, burbank airport got on the plane for a 50 minute flight to go back home on uh, sunday morning and ended up sitting on the plane for over five hours on the tarmac in a 110 degree heat outside and while they had the air conditioning you know how it works if the plane's not rolling they, they barely work and it was so damn hot in there five hours didn't go anywhere and i don't know what the real reason was because i don't expect these people are being honest with me but uh, originally it was thunderstorms okay then it was some sort of mechanical problem all right then it was a different mechanical problem then it, then it was hey we're just waiting on the paperwork and as soon as we get the paperwork we'll be on our way and then they'd come back 20 minutes um uh bad news everybody the uh the, we have another light that's come on and just it was uh, the constantly changing stories oh, i know man. i've heard from people inside the airlines um if you can confirm or deny this, I would love to know it. It is, it's Goodhart's law at work. Once a measure becomes a goal, it ceases to be a good measure. Well, years ago, they decided to measure the airlines and reward them or punish them based on departure times, delays, that sort of thing. So what did the airlines do? If they got one plane they can't get off the ground, rather than all the planes all day long be three minutes late so that you can get that plane back in line. You let that plane sit out there all freaking day long and ruin the day or week 
<laughs> or lives of mm-hmm. 200 people to have yeah, all you these... get the honor of being the sacrificial lambs. But Congratulations. All the other flights are then on time so that they can check their box of 99% of our flights were on time. We just had one flight that never actually left. And those as, people are all dead. As opposed to you could have a, a, a 100% of your planes were three minutes late, but they all went somewhere. And, you know, I think that's what happens um, from what I've read. I think that's what was going on here. They just couldn't jam us back in the line, but oh my God, people were unhappy. It was so freaking hot on that plane. Toward oh. the end of it, and, and and a fair number of kids, there were probably six kids on the plane, and those poor parents, I felt so bad for them, ranging from tiny baby to like five years old and trying to keep them entertained. <laughs> and no, no, I don't remember any beverages. At one point, they brought out cups of water during the five hours. Wow. Has Did anybody get like crazy militant or anything? Uh, as Joe texted yesterday when I was texting about this, that, that we, we're not allowed to treat prisoners like this. It's against oh, the no. law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, at one point, the, one of the stewardesses, and I think she did this on her own, was, was taking ice from their ice thing and putting handfuls in little plastic trash bags and taking them around and handing them out to people so they could put them on their necks or their faces or whatever. Cause everybody was just pouring sweat in there and getting angrier oh. and angrier as the time went on. And, uh, and they do it cause I've been through this a couple of times now. It's always, if they told you at the beginning, uh, you're going to shit here for five hours and not go anywhere. Uh, there would be a revolt, but they do it a little bit at a time. Just, uh, just 15 more minutes and then blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's a bad news, but to 20 more minutes and we'll be on our way and blah, blah, blah. And you just little by little. And the next thing you know, the day is over and you're just going back home. <laughs> yeah. The uh, paperwork's here, but, uh, we've misplaced the wings. We're not sure where the wings are for the plane. So we're going to track those down. Should be, uh, about another 15 minutes and we'll be on the way. Hey, we forgot where we're going. So we're going to check in with the tower and, uh, see where it is we're all headed folks and uh, <laughs> pilot got tired of waiting he left but uh, you need to sit there and we'll see if we can get uh, another crew on should be about another uh, 15 minutes it was a packed packed flight not a single empty seat and so m effing hot in there i mean it was just oh, like man. we were baking in this tube and i thought how long can they do this without it becoming some sort of international incident where the un is meeting and the security council and that sort of thing for uh, well, uh, abuse of humans at what point does it become a uh, kidnapping? <laughs> False imprisonment. Seriously. I mean, if they kept you there for, say, a month, would that be false imprisonment? Well, well, yeah, clearly that would be, Joe. Okay, all right. How about five days? How about 15 hours? <laughs> we need to figure out at right. what point a uh, little delay, folks, becomes kidnapping. <laughs> Oh, my God. And my phone, which I've got an older phone and the battery isn't that good. I ran out of phone power. So I was no, I no longer had any, anything to read or entertainment or texting or anything like that. I'm completely out of power on my phone. And I'm sitting there just getting hotter and hotter. I'm in a middle seat. Just fantastic. Entertain yourself by watching the sweat drip down the neck of the fat guy in front of you. And for whatever reason, I, he means well. The pilot seemed like a really nice guy. Not his fault. I don't think any of it had anything to do with any choice he made. But just the, the whole, we appreciate your patience. Stop saying that. I'm not being patient. I'm doing the only thing I can do. Appreciate your patience on this. Just, I, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what else mm. he could say, but it's just, I, I, why, what? This sucks. This sucks out loud. And what I don't understand about the way we put up with flying in the modern world is I gave you a bunch of money. In this case, $500. I gave you $500. 
for an agreement that you're going to do X for me. You haven't done X, so you violated our agreement. You need to do something to make that up, but nothing. There's not even any more. You don't even get a free Coca-Cola out of the deal. You get nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, thanks, thanks for taking for your... my money, asshole. Hey, thanks for your patience. <laughs> you get a thanks for your patience, but that that's it. It's just, wow. you know, so then, then they finally say, oh, the flight's canceled. Uh, thanks for, sorry about that. You know, things happen. Yeah, flight's canceled. So everybody just gets off the plane and then goes off to their lives of, like, I guess, getting hotel rooms or deciding to drive where they're going or or missing the funeral or the wedding or the wherever you're going because everybody's got their own individual story. Just so crazy that we put up with this. And they could have canceled it after 15 minutes. Oh, my giving God. People and uh, so wow. when they finally announced... Uh, bad news, everybody. After, after sitting there for five hours and everybody's got sweat in their eyes and everything. Hey, bad news, everybody. It looks like we're going to cancel the flight. So we're going to head on back to the gate and people kind of groaned a little bit. And I sat there for a second and then I went, boo! Boo! I started bellowing boos. I don't know why. I just, I couldn't restrain myself. People looked at me like they thought that, that I was going to end up being zip tied to a seat soon. <laughs> Nobody joined you. Nobody no. vocalized with you. No, no. That's Man. one of the problems I've got is I feel Man. like, I feel Man. like we've just accepted that they can abuse us to any level. Man. They don't even owe us a free drink and we just put up with it. Who's with me? Let's storm the cockpit and I don't know, yell at them or something. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code Gabby2024 for 20% off your first order.